So let me ask you something. Sure. If you were lost, would you stop and ask for directions? If I was lost, yes. Okay, so is there a correlation between, you know, that old saying of, like, guys never go and ask directions, ask for directions, and then guys not going to a doctor? Like, they don't like to... they don't like to seek external advice or input. I think it's definitely on the same lines. I would say that. I think you can definitely say they're they're related. Um, oh. You know, I mean, basically, some surveys, recent surveys, uh, showed that the majority of men, yeah, fifty five percent said they don't get regular health screenings, um, and it was even higher in men of color who say sixty three percent dodge routine visits. Um, there was another 2022 poll. They found that a third of men surveyed thought they didn't need checkups, while 65% believe they could skip seeing a doctor because they are, they are naturally healthier than most people. You're listening to the Addicted to Fitness podcast, brought to you by Elemental Training Tampa. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Shannon Birch. Thanks for stopping by and checking out another edition of the Addicted to Fitness podcast. This week we're gonna dull, delve, dive. We're gonna dive into dive, the question. Delve, sure. Delve is the, the past tense of dive. Deep. We're gonna uh, investigate the issue, uh, really the question: Why men don't like to go to the doctors? Why do men not do so many things? Is the big That's question. Not, we're not going to talk about that. That's not where we're going to we go. We don't have enough time for that. <laughs> we don't have enough time in this podcast to do Case that. Case one was like, we're, you know what? Why not? We're just going to start with why don't we go to the doctor? We're going to pick one. Yeah. Why don't we go to the doctor regularly? That's what we're going to investigate. Uh, but before we do that, we want to thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode. Um, we really appreciate it. Uh, you know, we see the rating reviews, we see the download numbers, and we know that means we're on the right track. You're enjoying the podcast, and uh, we want to show our gratitude by giving you another fresh podcast this week. Mm-hmm. So you can show your gratitude if you haven't done any of those things yet like rating, review, and or share the podcast with a friend by doing so now. You can also follow us on Instagram. Instagram at the ATF podcast. Correct the moon, though. So, um, yeah, you guys can do that. Let us know. Give us some feedback. We love hearing from you guys. Letting us, you know, kind of, uh, uh, obviously, uh, the health and fitness world is always evolving. So, uh, and we might miss some topics. Yes, granted, we did talk about hot girl walking recently or hot girl walks. Hey. I think it had to be talked about. Yep. Uh, yeah. But there might be something else out there nowadays that we aren't aware of. So please let us know. Um, also, if you would please support our sponsor, The Amino Co., uh, visit aminoco.com slash ATF to learn more about their products and how you guys can save uh, 30% by uh, using the code ATF at checkout. So we'll talk to you more about that later in the podcast. But now we're on to the training recap. So. For this week, how was your training? I started off so well. Started strong? I started so strong. Mm -hmm. Our dog is (laughs) dreaming. Dreaming. (laughs) I was here, it's like, (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, I love our All right. fluff ball. So, how you started off so well. I started off so well. I did three days back to back. I did strength. I did cardio. I did strength and cardio. And then I got sick. Mm-hmm. Wee. So, yeah. I that happened. I wonder how that happened. All I will say is I'm very proud. I was the last man standing. I was the last one to get this cold. And I'm going to take that win for whatever it's worth. Yeah. But it definitely crept on up on me like Thursday into Friday and just kind of kicked my butt. So, in Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I think um, so... Um my week was the beginning of my week. I was suffering from the cold. I remember last Thursday I told you guys, or last week I told you about, you know, having a hard jujitsu session and really feeling it, even though I had a couple, you know, self care massage therapy sessions. Um, I think my the the pain and the, or the aches and pains from that session were kind of exacerbated by getting a cold. Later yeah. in the weekend, so I fought through it this early part of this week. Actually, skipped jujitsu all week. Um, and just did some strength training when I can, got on the Peloton when I can. Actually, Peloton felt pretty good. Um, it does feel good. Even when you yeah. are like, especially when you have respiratory issues, mm-hmm. even just doing a little bit of a ride can really help yeah. clear I, it out. But I was able to do some uh, lifting and got some good out, some, tried to do some good walks outside. We've had some good weather as of late this week. Um, so I definitely uh, enjoyed that. And, uh, you know, not as intense this week, but... I feel like I did get some uh, some good weightlifting in. So um, my weight training, Peloton session, and no jiu-jitsu, but I will be back at it this week, um, and I'm looking forward to it. So that was my training recap, or our, our training recaps for the week. Um, now we're going to dive into the big question, and I think people have heard of it, uh, talked about maybe the man in your life. You've had this issue uh, with a man in your life. Uh, guys, in statistically speaking, this research shows that we don't like to go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to talk from personal experience. Okay. That's not me. Yeah. I don't mind going to the doctor. I'm not, I'm, I don't think I'm a hypochondriac to a certain extent. Um, I mean, maybe I have delayed things here you and there. You go to the doctor more than I do. Right. So I enjoy, I enjoy going to the doctor to get some information. That's yeah. what's different, I think, about me than most people. Like, I I want to go get my blood taken, see what my nutrient levels are, what my, obviously, I deal with high cholesterol, so knowing what my cholesterol levels are. Um, basically, I'm very interested in those things, those biomarkers that can uh, affect longevity. Mm-hmm. Um, so I... Um, I'm very interested in that. And, you know, I've actually scheduled a couple of things recently um, that are kind of, uh, I think I can talk about them because uh, it kind of speaks to the topic we're talking about. Like I had some inner ear issues. I think I probably shared it on the podcast before. I think and so. um, basically the doctor, the ENT recommended that I go get an MRI to make sure there's nothing, you know, internal that they can't see. Um, just to make sure there's no bigger issue. So I finally scheduled that for uh, coming up in a couple of weeks. So I'll actually get to share that experience on a podcast because I've never had an MRI yeah. before. You know, um, and Only it's going to be stories. of my head. So yeah. that's going to be interesting. 
Um, so, um, and then also, um, I'm actually going to get a, uh, a calcium score, um, a heart scan to see if I have any issues with, uh, you know, the arteries in my heart. You know, I have a family history of high cholesterol and heart disease. Um, so I just want to make sure to see how my ticker's ticking. Sure. So that's another thing that, that'll happen in May. Um, so that'll be another thing that I can share on the podcast. I was trying to see if I can maybe podcast from the facility. So that's still a work in progress. So let me ask you something. Sure. If you were lost, would you stop and ask for directions? If I was lost, yes. I mean, I know GPS really doesn't do, doesn't, has kind of, it sort of replaced it, but, but, you know, if your phone doesn't work, you got to ask for directions. Okay, so is there a correlation between, you know, that old saying of, like, guys never go and ask directions, ask for directions, and then guys not going to a doctor? Like, they don't like to, they don't like to seek external advice or input? I think it's definitely on the same lines. I would say that. I think you can definitely say they're, they're related. Um, oh. You know, I mean, some of the research that we, that in the article that we found, we actually kind of, this whole concept or this topic was brought up to a New York Times article that I was looking at. And uh, basically some surveys, recent surveys, uh, showed that the majority of men, uh, over 50, in fact, 55% in this particular star- survey, um, let's see what it says, 55%, uh, Yeah, 55% said they don't get regular health screenings, um, and it was even higher in men of color who say 63% uh, dodge routine visits. Um, There was another 2022 poll uh, actually uh, conducted by Orlando Health, and they surveyed, uh, say, they found that a third of men surveyed thought they didn't need checkups, while 65% believe they could skip seeing a doctor because they are they are naturally healthier than most people. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Two-thirds of men in this survey <laughs> thought they were naturally healthier than most people. And this is hilarious because and underneath it says uh, somebody who was a basically a doctor and part of the Orlando Health said, uh, <laughs> this prompted this doctor to point out that it is statistically impossible for the majority of men to be healthier than the majority of, of men. men. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Oh, that is so hilarious. That is classic. So yes, I, um, I, I it is true. I think men, to a certain extent, think uh, there is nothing a doctor that can tell them that or that they need a doctor for. Um, they think they are generally healthy. And you know what is so, it, I don't know if insidious is the right word, this notion is that they are just healthy and, you know, common aches and pains or weird things growing on their body is just a part of getting older. Mm-hmm. But they actually kind of allude to it in this article that it, this might be a contributing factor of why men don't live as long as women. Yeah. You know, because on average, men live anywhere from two to three years less than women, just mm-hmm. based on like uh, average death rate and things like that. A big part, well, I mean, I wouldn't say a big part, of it, a part, a contributing factor is that they don't go to the doctors as much. Yeah. Now, women also typically have a yearly doctor visit, correct? 
Like that's kind of like on the uh, books. Is it we yearly have or? two. So it's because bi-annual? we have a oh. regular doctor, like your primary care physician, and then we have a gynecologist. Right. Most men are supposed to have an annual visit, and most people, of essentially people, period. But then women specifically have. We have a gynecologist on top of that, so we have two. Right. So that's I think that's kind of what sets it apart between men and women. They don't have to see a specialized, you know, reproductive doctor. I'm just gonna say I haven't been to my PCP in like two years, Mm -hmm. and before that I hadn't been to a PCP in like ten years. So wow. I feel like I'm closer to this <laughs> this study, but but I see health professionals way more frequently because I use traditional Chinese medicine as mm-hmm. my predominant healthcare model. Right. So in addition to the idea that um, you know thinking we're healthier and thinking we don't need a doctor. Um, it's also the, I think the thing that's actually, that might be kind of a, a false front, if you will. So I think kind of the main idea is the anxiety of if I go to the doctor, they're going to find something wrong with me, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that might be a general fear of both men and women. Well, but like yeah. you said, since women have kind of the regular, you know, kind of obligatory visits, both annuals and OBGYN. Mm-hmm. They are kind of there. They're getting they're getting poked and prodded. Regardless, men can go years without having to go to the doctor if nobody's going to check up on them. Literally, you know. Yeah. So I mean, I think some, you know, if you if you um, work for a company that pays for your health insurance, I think some annuals are actually mandated um, to a certain extent, or they, you know, you get incent- you get incentivized to go mm-hmm. see the doctor, um, which you know, I, I think that's a that's a great thing. Um, so this article kind of shows a couple reasons why, um, or gives suggestions on why, uh, or I guess will help doctor resistant men want to go to the doctor. Hmm. So we're going to review some of these and we'll see, uh, what we kind of, what we think. Now, first of all, I already said, I I don't know if I enjoy going to the doctor is the right word, but you I enjoy the feedback you get. Thank you. I like having information that I can use and run with because I am focused on longevity. Right. You know, I am looking to prolong my life and prolong it. You know, in a, live in a way that was kind of you know, I guess thrive when i get yeah. older i should say yeah um i is interesting that you know um i Not think there's survive but thrive exactly there's uh, a doctor named peter peter atia has a great podcast um and he talked about you know he sees you know he's i don't know if specialize is the right word but his clinic really is very high-end you know very elite um, you know, most insurances don't cover the, what he offers. Um, but basically he sees clients that are interested in their last decade of their life, what the last decade of their life is going to be like. And, mm-hmm. you know, so that include you know, includes, you know, a lot of different health tests to see what biomarkers that can, uh, be, uh, kind of identify precursors for cancer or heart disease or so on and so forth. So, um, that's stuff that interests me. So that's why I like having some of the information, um, in advance, you know, um, that, that heart screening I'm going to get in May. Um, they said, Oh, well, we don't do it under, we don't do it on people that are under 40. 
And I was like, oh, well, I want the information. They're like, oh, you just got to get a note from your doctor. And I did. So, um, and so, because I, I want the information, you know. Right. So, <clears throat> what this article, the New York Times article said, in order to kind of inspire men to be uh, not as doctor resistance, they suggested scared. find a doctor you trust. I love how they say that, like, it's so easy. <laughs> Uh, so it's like I mean, the hardest thing ever. I have used doctor review websites. Yes, is that what you call them when you say like yeah, yeah, review websites for doctors. I use ZocDoc, Z O C D O C. Yeah, there's apparently one called Vitals.com also. Yeah, um, so it gives you basically you can kind of type in what kind of doctor you're looking for, where obviously is your zip code, if they take your health insurance, how far it is away from your address. Um, so you can put all those filters in to see if there's somebody and then look at the reviews. Um, so that actually is very, uh, informative, I think, and kind of trying to locate, um, you know, even tells you if they're accepting new patients, which is always, you know, unnecessary, uh, yeah. uh, uh, piece of information. So I think that is a good idea. And, you know, finding it's easier said than done, finding the doctor that you like. You know, you definitely have to do your homework. And I think guys, especially older guys, they don't want to do homework. But, you know, it might take uh, a, a loved one to kind of hold your hand yeah. to really do that. So now I want to tell you about today's sponsor. If you tune into the Addicted to Fitness podcast on a regular basis, you know we do a training recap on every episode. Shannon and I share what we did for our exercise and fitness during the week. So you hear that we are doing a ton of exercise. Um, and recently, I've been trying to up my game, try to increase the intensity of that exercise. And being 38, going on 39, it's been hard, I'll be honest. But it's gotten a little bit easier over the last month or so because I've been using the, the Perform product from the Amino Company. The Perform product has, increases peak strength and endurance levels during exercise. It's three times more effective on the gram for gram basis than any other protein source. It improves cognitive function, focus, and concentration. Decreases recovery time by quickly rebuilding muscle and tissue. And it happens to be keto friendly, soy free, vegan, gluten free, and non-GMO. So anybody, depending, regardless, I should say, of your diet requirements can try this product. Guys, I've honestly been using this product for the last month or so. And I can tell you with uh, the utmost sincerity that my intensity and my ability to progress during my workouts has improved, okay? So head to aminoco.com, check out their products, and bonus for you listeners, you get 30% off by using the code ATF at checkout. Better yet, go to aminoco.com slash ATF, read more about their uh, their scientifically backed benefits. You can see pictures of yours truly, uh, and also read the testimonial that I read, uh, that my honest testimonial about how I feel about these products. So once again, visit aminoco.com slash ATF, and if you want to buy any of the products, use the code ATF at checkout. Um, unless, you know, you have somebody, uh, you know what I'm going to say, I'm going to throw this in now. I was going to maybe put it in at the end, but 
I think not only our podcast, we're a health and fitness podcast, but listening to other health and fitness podcasts, whether it be like, you know, Peter Thiel, as I mentioned, Dr. Andrew Huberman, you know, I've listened to, uh, Dr. Rhonda Patrick on Joe Rogan's podcast and I mean uh, numerous other health and fitness podcasts they really enlighten you about certain areas of whether it be for longevity or uh, you know continuing health and things like that it really gives you kind of an eye opener so podcasts can kind of help inspire you for to want to seek out a doctor so yeah maybe putting that right before finding a doctor you trust which is important Maybe start getting inspired for why you need to find a doctor, you know? Well, think about it this way. I think, and this is something, we've talked about this before. Nowadays, especially, you really have to be educated and you really have to be empowered to find your own health answers. Your doctor is a piece of a puzzle. Mm -hmm. You should have an overarching goal. Mm -hmm. And your doctor is one of a number of tools that you're going to use to get information, possibly treatment or direction from to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Mm -hmm. If you look at it that way, your doctor is not someone that you just go to to fill out your health insurance. It's not someone to do like, you know, just sign off on the, the paper they are someone that you're going to for input. Mm -hmm. They should be someone you genuinely click with. And I think that that, like, having the mentality that this isn't just a checkbox, like, this is an active participant in your health journey. Mm -hmm. Think about it that way. I think, like, what you were saying about the podcast and you know, using that information to go into a doctor appointment and have questions and say, what do you think about this? Do you think these studies are valid? Like having information, being your own ambassador, especially as you get older, is so incredibly important. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, like you said, once you hit, you know, I mean, who, what you know i mean there's probably the the whatever the age limit is for like elderly or you know um you know geriatric yeah i mean whatever you would be it's like it's super important then you know it's harder to you know it, you may not have a, a a family member to help you out then so you really yeah. got to help yourself so yeah. all right so the next one they put in their article is if you're nervous start with a telehealth appointment so helpful. I think it is good. It is kind of a good icebreaker, I would say. You know, mm -hmm. I'm always in person is better, but just to start the conversation, get the ball rolling, telemed telemedicine, which is, I mean, when I was sick a month or two ago when I thought we had the flu and or strep, man, I booked that thing and it was on, I was on with a doctor within 15 minutes. And mm -hmm. that was so huge. I think that really getting the medicine I needed, um, you know, within hours was crucial. So yeah. I think they can really, I mean, I know it's beneficial. I had it set up through the, your health insurance. Um, it was really easy to access. So, but most doctors are doing telemedicine nowadays. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a really good way. And you, like you say, it's, it, it, it kind of, I mean, guys are probably making excuses about, you know, not, uh, when did you drive to the doctor's office or so on and so forth. But, you know, you just do it from a, you know, your smart device. 
It's easy. All right. Really? So the next one, it says, bring a loved one in to, well, sorry, bring a loved one to in-person visits. This one's interesting. I don't know if I would say this is necessary. I mean, for me, I guess, personally, but I have a different approach, well, as yeah. we've said, as we stated. Um, I don't know. Like you said, I mean, let's see what they say. I'm not going to lie. When I was a kid and I had someone to go to me, go with me to the doctor's, it was always more comfortable. I mean, I know like you're a kid, but there's been a number of doctor's appointments where you're just sitting in that big waiting room and you're just waiting for them to call your name. It would be nice to have a friendly face there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think uh, that's true. You're right. And, and maybe they have don't a little have to bit go. Of support. Maybe they don't have to go into the room I with you. I don't think they go into the room <laughs> with you. It's not yeah. like when you were like when you were a kid right. and they go in. Yeah. But yeah, like more of they could just go with you, wait in the waiting room, are there when you come out. Right. That's such an interesting. I can't imagine like my age like calling, you know, asking one of my buddies, "Hey, <laughs> what are you doing Thursday at 11 a.m.?" <laughs> Uh, I'm going to be working. Why? Oh, I was just seeing if you want to go to the doctors with me. Anyway, I'm, like I said, I'm not poo-pooing. It's probably, especially for like middle-aged men or elderly, uh, well, might like, be bring necessary. a loved one. So it doesn't necessarily need to be a, like a buddy. It could be like, you know, a family member. Oh, that's the next dating app. You know, bring, what? bring somebody to a doctor's appointment. Oh, boy. No. Okay. Right. Well, I guess Florida would be the place for it. I'm just, you know, just brainstorming. Yeah. All right. So the next one is going to the doctor gets easier. Well, I don't think that will say. I, I, maybe I, that's just the next part of the, <laughs> the article. The point. Uh, so, yes, I, I think it's true. I, you know, as someone who has um, done, you know, a lot of visits, you know, in my early teens, not in my teens, but in my early 20s and now mid-30s. Um, now, over the last probably eight years, I've been really diligent about trying to go to the doctor once or twice a year. Obviously, now that you know, I'm on uh, cholesterol medication, watch monitoring that. Um, but like I said, the last, you know, eight years, I've been inspired to go and really take kind of control of my own health and wellness um, by podcasts or just, you know, obviously becoming a personal trainer, being in the fitness and health industry. Um, that's really inspired me to go and, you know, just get as much information as possible. Mm -hmm. So, and I think that's, uh, I, I will say that has those doctor visits have certainly shaped how I live my life as, mm -hmm. you know, as well, you know, the, the lifestyle choices I make. So, um, I think it, that is true. It does get easier. And then I think it's kind of a good thing. Like I know you've talked about it. You just mentioned it earlier. And I think I've mentioned it before. I'm looking for a PCP right now because mm -hmm. I sought one out, a functional medicine doctor, was very happy with them. And then, of course, they got bought up by some big health conglomerate or whatever and it totally changed and now i need to find something like i had previously so yeah um you become very um i would say i've become very uh particular about what i'm looking for yeah in a primary care physician and i think that's fair like mm -hmm. and that's you know i know that there's a lot of conditioning around men where it's like you know you have to be the strong one you have to be the one that's gonna stand up and you know like 
I think it's funny because they all there's a very common stereotype that men are bigger babies when they get sick. <laughs> but I'm not I'm not good when I get sick. That's 100% true. I can tell you that right now. I don't think they're I mean like I don't know that there really is anybody. Like I don't feel like I'm great sick yeah, either. Yeah. It's true. So, I mean, I think it's it's there are these this conditioning that we put mm-hmm. on men to say, well, you know, you get hurt, you get back up, you rub some dirt in it. You know, like it it's that's part of being a guy is yeah. you suck it up, you suck up the pain, you can sleep when you're dead, you know, like all that crap. But if you listen to our podcast, I hope we've dispelled any of that thinking in your mind so far because the biggest thing that you can do for yourself is get the information on your own health. Mm-hmm. That is the bravest, most crucial part of your health process is to not stand idly by and just hope for things to get better yeah. or change. Right. And you need to take action. You need to take ownership. So <laughs> I know we've talked about a number of different things, but it is kind of about awareness too. Right. Agreed. Uh, I totally agree. And I encourage all guys to go out there and just find that doctor for you. You know, find the doctor. Find a doctor. Mm-hmm. It's a starting point. You can change. Did you yeah. know that? You it's can just, change your yeah. doctor if you don't like them. That's so. real. All right. So uh, I think that was a good uh, bit of information for you guys. A uh, great topic. And now we're going to tell you what's got us pumped. All right. So what's got you pumped? Your finger is very close to my nose right there. I'm just making sure you knew I was talking to you. It's, it's like super, super close to my to, nose. I, it's like right just, in my face. I'm just telling you. Slap your hands. <laughs> so much What's got you pumped? Uh, I, I would say the thing that's got me pumped this week the most is something I feel like, I know we've talked about it before, but that's zinc. I take zinc tablets. Now, granted, I also take like Chinese herbs and other things like that. But the thing that I have found the most helpful when I am actually sick is the zinc tablets. Mm-hmm. And there's something that you started getting. I think it was like you got it at Sprouts originally. Yep. yep. And then now we get it on Amazon. Uh-huh. And it's just a it's just a chewable zinc tablet. And yep. it's like it's what is it? F- how much milligrams? 23 milligrams. Which is yep. actually a decent amount. Yeah. Um and I will say I learned the hard way you can't take them on an empty stomach Rough. because you feel real nauseous afterwards. But I take those after I eat um, like three times a day when I'm really sick. And it does. Like, I swear, it, ca- it cuts my sick time in half. And I cannot, like, even if, even if I feel like I'm starting to get something. I think that's the key. I take it. In heavier dosage at that point, like not just once a day, but like two or three times a day. And that does it. Like that usually either like curbs it or it just cuts it right right there. So 
interesting you talked about because I was talking about that with one of my uh, doctor clients recently, one of my cl- personal training clients that happens to be a doctor, yeah. I should say. Um, and we were talking about cold and stuff like that. And I was like, hey, I have these. I want to ask him if it's legit or not. He's like, yeah. He's like, if you can get it in basically on the at the basically the beginning stages, if you can take a lot, it, it has been shown to lessen the duration yeah. of the symptoms, you know, severity and duration of symptoms. So uh, he's like, because I was wondering if I can take it preventatively. Like if I had a certain level of zinc in my body, it's like, nah, that's really, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> you know, it more combats the virus once you get it yeah. know, right at the beginning. He's like, so it's, it's for bene- it like gets yeah. roots. It's you beneficial know? if you take it and once you start feeling something to start taking it. But he's like, you yeah. don't have to take it like a daily vitamin or something like that. So yeah, so he, it, that was good to know. But he's like, there is benefits of it, but you can only take it as you need it. So I think you're 100 percent right. I'm really glad I found those things too. Yeah, they are, they are strong. Like you buy stuff at um. A CVS, they have like zinc tablets. Mainly, a lot of time it's paired with elderberry. Yeah, it's a lot of like too. lozenges and um, gummies. Zycam and stuff. is a common one that's uh, sold yeah. at like CVS and stuff. But this one was the highest potency amount of zinc that yeah. I found. Um, so, yeah, I think I found it because of Healthline.com rated zinc uh, supplements. I really, I mean, I I do take Chinese herbs that are very effective to help me prevent. Um, but I think as far as something for, like you said, when I, when you do feel you, you're getting it, when you're fighting it, mm-hmm. starting to take that, it's oh, like, I mean, being, being sick this past week, it just, it made me so grateful. And I'm like, I just want to go and like tell everybody, be like, "Here's a bottle for you. Here's a bottle yeah. for you." Like, I want to go well, hand it out last time I to every person at L School. On Amazon, so that whole yeah. bottle. So yeah, they're very. I think. Deal. Yeah. So what about you? What's got you pumped? Well, I'll tell you what I'm pumped for. Actually, it happens to be involve our daughter, who has finally leveled up in her swim class. Um, I feel like she was at this certain level. I mean, mainly had to do with us missing a lot of classes as of late. Yeah. Um, but she finally leveled up. She got up to the next level, level six. Um, she's been doing swim class for probably the last at least three, three years, years, if not more. Three years, yeah. So, yeah, she is, uh, she's leveling up, and I'm very excited um, that she is, you know, so I think she's excited about it too. So Well, that and now that she's going to jiu-jitsu more frequently. Yep, hopefully. exactly. So you took her once this week um, on a different day. So now we're going to tag team that. Hopefully Try for two in. this week. Yep, trying to get her for two days and a swim class. So excited about keep that. Her, so that's what I'm pumped for. Pumped for that the little uh, uh, peanut butter is getting more fitness in her life too. I know. All right, so hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Hopefully any guys listening um, are inspired to go see a doctor or make some regular doctor visits. Or any ladies uh, listening are going to grab those men in your life and force them to go to the doctor. That'll work. <laughs> that'll work. All right, guys, uh, please let us know what you think about, about the podcast by sending us a message on Instagram at the ATF Podcast or leaving a rating review or sharing the podcast with a friend. Visit theaminoco.com slash ATF to learn about our favorite pre- and post-workup supplements. And got anything else for them tonight? Nope. This will be another edition. This will be another edition. This 
is another edition of the ATF Podcast. We'll check you next time. Bye. For all things Addicted to Fitness, you can check out our website, addictedtofitnesspodcast.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter, at the ATF Podcast, and like and follow the Addicted to Fitness Podcast Facebook page. Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes store. Thanks. Oh, no. I know things. Okay. I know lots of things. (laughs)